Thank you for listening to Noobs and Dragons. If you'd like to listen to more of LPJ and Sphinx, make sure to check out Last Action Podcast, where they discuss action movies. If you're looking for more Matric, check out twitch.tv slash matriconstage. That's M-A-T-R-I-K. You can also check out his work on YouTube, and that's Matric on Stage there as well. For more of myself... Craig WK, you can listen to podcasts like The Legend of Retro and Noiseland Arcade. If you're interested in supporting Noobs and Dragons, you can go to patreon.com slash GameZilla Media, where you can pay $5 a month for access to Behind the DM Screen, our behind-the-scenes monthly special. This show wouldn't be possible without our patron support. Thank you. Hannibal, Alice, and Thelonious. The three of you are joined by Maxwell Steelbreeze, Mucklord Blorgzak, Madam Wendy, Severin Redforge, Altarius Brightmore, Kizarro Bloodbane, who is chained to Orvalt Stonepike. The lot of you are uh, at the you know bottom of this elevator shaft. The elevator has come to a stop. Uh, there is an open uh, doorway. Uh, the shutter door is opened. And as you guys saw the shutter door open, you saw the kind of a shadow of a dragon uh, in the distance. Uh, the, uh, the hall ahead of you uh, seems to be illuminated by uh, uh, kind of like almost like little capsules that are glowing. You don't know what's in them, whether they're magic or not. You'd have to get a closer look. But uh, the hallway is illuminated by this kind of, like, uh, eerie green light. Uh, and otherwise, the walls seem to be made of, like, uh, uh, like almost like steel. Uh, you don't know how so much steel could be, like, pressed into, like, a, uh, a hallway and into potentially a room down the hall. But, uh, but yeah, it seems rather complex and really advanced. Uh, the three of you are you know, joined by all your, uh, uh, compatriots, and, uh, uh, Maxwell looks to you, uh, Hannibal, he says, uh, you're looking a little beat up there, uh, young master. Uh, I'm feeling a little beat up here, uh, old man. Um, <clears throat> how are you doing? I wouldn't mind having a bit of a rest. Uh, I mean, might not be especially safe here. Especially if the elevator gets moving again to go up. Uh, what do you say we, I don't know, send some scouts ahead? That's not a bad idea. Yeah, that's fine. Uh, as far as stealthy members of your team, you have Mucklord Blorgzak, uh, Kizarro Bloodbane, and I think Alice. Yep. Uh, yep. Blorgzak and Kizaro are more than willing to go with you. In fact, Kizaro says, uh, if it'll get me off this dwarf, uh, yeah, I, oh, uh, I, I wouldn't mind. What do you think, guys? Do we, uh, 
We unchain him? All right. I don't think he's going to run at this point. Where in the hell is he going to go at this point? Uh, yeah, I'm kind of caught between a rock and a uh, dragon. Uh, I, I, don't, I don't think that uh, things look very good for me in this situation. Okay. Hey, at least you'd be a little bit further away from me. Hey, you stare know, uh, it's got to count for something. So here's something we could do. If you guys want to stay about 120 feet back, I can message you with what I see. It's probably a good bet. Is that considered to be a rest still, though, if we have to kind of trail along or? Uh, it would not be. Uh, a, a short rest would be an entire hour. Uh, so you can't do that on the move. You have to be sitting and resting. This is basically just a find a spot to rest. Yeah, let's let's find a spot to rest if we can. Because staying out of elevators is not a great idea. Uh, so let's see if we can press forward a little bit. So we'll send the scouts ahead. See if we can find a place to rest. And then we'll kind of go from there. Sounds good. Uh, Alice, did you want to take both Blorgzak and Kizaro with you on this scouting ch- uh, trip? Well, I'm wondering if we even need to, because I can just message back if I, if there's trouble. I figure one person sneaking through is probably easier than three. Yeah. Blorgzak shouts out, unless you die! I'm not going to die. Kizaro says, well, uh, then good luck with that. I would have not minded uh, being off this dwarf. And he hands, uh, he holds up his hand, which is chained to Orvald. And he says, ah, but you do you. All right. So you guys, I'll, I'll go on ahead and you guys stay about 120 feet back. All right. Okay. Uh, coincidentally, the hallway, uh, Alice, it seems like the this illuminated hall probably goes for about 100 feet. Uh, so you think that they can probably wait at the kind of the entrance of this doorway into the elevator and probably get a good idea of, of you know, uh, what's to come from you. Okay, so I'll go on, see what's up there, and then I'll message back. Stealth check. It's 24. With a 24, you creep down the hallway. And you get down to the end, and you find that uh, the hallway does indeed open up into a, uh, a fairly large chamber. Uh, looks like there is, uh, in this large chamber that's probably about maybe 50 feet around, uh, you see that there are uh, two... Uh, or there's an, another hallway on the other side that seems to kind of jet off into a T-junction. Uh, so, you know, this room continues on, hall, or uh, continues on to, into another hallway, and then, you know, splits to left or right. In this particular room, though, you see uh, a lot of lab equipment, uh, you know, tables and, uh, like, you know, uh, gurneys, uh, you see a lot of different, you know, weird apparatus and stuff. Uh, make a uh, perception check for me. A 28. With a 28, very quietly off to the side, you see uh, what seems to be uh, something moving behind one of the tables. Though, from your current position, without walking out into the uh, open, you wouldn't really see what it is, just that it is a uh, seemingly medium-sized creature 
Uh, you hear the clanking of uh, lab equipment. You think that someone's in this lab working. Okay. Um, is there anywhere for me to like stealth in cl- a little bit closer further into the room? You think that doing so, you would have to take disadvantage because essentially you would be kind of going out into the open or going okay. into their line of sight. Okay, so I'm going to message back to Hannibal and let him know there's someone there's someone working in here. I can't get a good look at him. Um, <clears throat> do you want me to join you? So we can kind of investigate this together or one of us to join you. Or do we want to bring the group up and just handle it? Well, we can't stay here. So no. Why don't we have the why don't you and Thelonious come up and and join me? Have the group stay about 60 feet back. Sure. In the hallway. In the hallway. Just so that we're not right by the elevator. All right. That's fair. All right. So I let the group know what's going on. Uh, yeah, they all nod. The The group is willing to oblige. Uh, Thelonious and uh, Hannibal, are you pressing ahead? Yep. Let's go. We are indeed. So you guys go down the hallway, and are you going to try stealthing? Yeah. Yeah, let's do that. Please do. That is a 28. It's a 7 for me. Thelonious bumps into the steel wall and his hand kind of squeaks as it like, like, you know, he like kind of rubs the steel wall and you guys kind of wince a bit, but the figure does not seem to notice or doesn't react. That's either a good thing or a terrible, terrible thing. All right. Okay. Now that you guys are here, maybe I'll try... Even though I'd have to go out in the open, maybe I'll just try to see if I can get a little bit closer and get an idea of what this thing is. Give it a try. We're here for backup in case you need us. Stealth with disadvantage. 23. You lock eyes with the thing. <laughs> I got a 19 on the natural, dice. I was going to say, roll <laughs> natural 20 there. Uh, 19 on the dice. Uh, it, but you want, the funny part is the fact that for uh, Thelonious is seven, it got a one on the dice. So, you know, <laughs> feast or famine. What you see, Alice, is a creature that is medium size. It seems to be the body of like a dinosaur, like a velociraptor. It like, you know, has like claws uh it has like a long tail it has like bladed hooks on its uh uh, reptilian legs and it seems very long this is not like a humanoid uh but what it has is coming off its back is this like fleshy appendage that jets out but is kind of like loose and it kind of like rolls over its body and Attached to the uh, uh, top of this fleshy appendage seems to be a woman's head. And it locks eyes with you, and the the clawed hands that are holding vials and, and you know, uh, 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 like potions 
sort of almost drops them seeing you and says, oh, oh my. Uh, hello? Oh, hi. Uh, who, who are you? And the figure steps out for Hannibal and Thelonious to see. And it's really quite horrid looking. Oh, my name is Silef. Silef, what, uh, what are you doing here? Oh, well, I'm working in the lab. Uh, what, uh, what are you working on? Oh, uh, you see, it was a project given to me, uh, by the council. Uh, they wanted to make sure that I was, uh, uh up for being a good assistant. And so they have me tasked with, uh, uh, some odds and ends uh, of uh, creating some potions, and I think that I'm making good headway. Good to hear. Uh, I'm assuming when you say council, you mean the council of Laszlo? Oh, yes, uh, that's who created me. And she smiles real big, and, and you just can't help but feel slightly uh, uncomfortable by the way this thing looks. So what were you uh, doing before this? I don't think there was a before this. You just appeared here in the lab one day? Well, yes, I was made by the Council of Laszlo, yes. Uh, make oh, an insight they, check. Okay. Uh, anybody can make this insight check. You guys can all hear this conversation. Uh, 17. Nine. I don't like the looks. <laughs> No, no, my, 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 my nine is not going to get the job done. Uh, with a 17, it makes sense to you that this woman's head attached to this reptilian body, you know, like human head attached to this reptilian body, should have a past somewhere else. But it doesn't seem to even register that that's a possibility. Any memories this person had before the event in the lab that created them quotes around created uh seems to be a lost memory we don't recognize the face no does not look familiar okay um uh guys a little sidebar here <clears throat> what, what do you think about the possibility of us resting here and just kind of let zillif go about her business how we know Zillow isn't going to just claw us in the middle of the night? We're not resting like taking a nap. We're just sitting for an hour to kind of collect ourselves. What, what, what do you think? Well, see if she's, she'd oblige us. She seems she seems nice enough. You know, she seems like she's focused on her work. I guess she probably would have tried to kill us by now, huh? Yeah, or alerted the Council of Laszlo, which is fine because we're going to have to go and see him at some point anyway, I would assume. Um, but, um, you know, let's just see what he can, see if we can recoup a bit. Okay. All right. You, you keep, keep talking, Alice. You're, you're making, making progress here. <laughs> this thing, this thing kind of creeps me out. So, Zillif, I, I hate to impose, but would you have any objection if, uh, myself and my friends just, uh, took a, took a short break here? Oh, my, no. I mean, so long as I can go about my business, I certainly don't mind. Uh, in fact, it might actually be uh, beneficial. Oh, why's that? 
well, I was charged with creating potions and, and you know, things that, that boost fertility or uh, vitality. Fertility. Oh. Not fertility. <laughs> oh, that's no. Maybe, what kind, maybe what what we're all with this. Somebody need that. I don't know. What kind of show has this turned into? Yeah, uh, <clears throat> no, that was a slip of the tongue. Uh, <laughs> vitality. Freudian slip. Uh-huh. Yeah. Basically. And, uh, uh, you know, in, you know, raising fortitude and uh, things like that. So, I mean, if, if you know, if if you and your friends don't mind, I can certainly uh, uh, make sure that you're patched up. Okay. Uh, can we sure. roll inside of that? Yeah, you sure can. 15. Uh, that's a... Th- 15 as well. Where's inside? Oh, three. Oh, uh, with a 15. Uh, with a three, it's kind of hard to read her, and she's really cre- kind of creeping you out. Uh, but uh, uh, for uh, Hannibal, or for Thelonious and Alice, yeah, she seems like she genuinely has been given a mission to create things that, like, restore life. And you think that that is something that she's more than willing to impart to you guys. Uh, you think that likely you don't even need to wait a full hour for a short rest if you can get potions from her. Oh. Huh. What's that would be that would be great. All right, you want to call everybody else in here? Yeah, maybe uh, we test it on Kizaro first. <laughs> you know, that's not a. I don't hate that idea. Right. If he if he just like falls over and dies, then we know these probably aren't safe to take. He's your uh, uh, canary in the coal mine. Exactly. He's our he's our <laughs> monkey from Raiders of the Lost Ark. <laughs> that's right. Bad uh, dates. Mm-hmm. You want to uh, 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 call the group in? Yeah, before before they come in, though, I kind I'd want to warn them about Zillif and just kind of like let's not make a big deal out of it. She seems nice. Like let's just be cool. Uh, Severin kind of nods and he's like, uh, "Well, yeah, sure. I, I, I don't care what someone looks like." Uh, Altarius Brightmore is like, "Yes, of course. I mean, you know, no matter what someone looks like, so long as they're genuinely a good person, that's what matters." Uh, Madam Wendy's like, oh, I get enough hideousness from the, the dragonborn. I don't need to worry about seeing anything else. <laughs> That's a good point. <laughs> uh, and you bring everybody in, and Mucklord Blorgzak goes, good lord, she's hideous. <laughs> Blorgzak, come on, right. be cool, man, be cool. I mean... You're awful pretty today. <laughs> Much better. That's you know what? That'll work. I uh, Zilla if if she is offended, she does not show it. Uh and she asks uh a few questions of you guys. Uh almost like medical, you know, uh uh kind of survey style. Uh so she starts with uh oh, Kizaro. Uh <laughs> Right? That's who you want to have yep. go first? Yeah. And Kizaro walks up and he's like, uh, you know, actually, I think that I'm uh, uh, doing fine. I, I don't think I need to worry about nothing. I push him towards a... Oh, right. Goody. Yeah. Test subject. That's uh, just what I wanted to be in this godforsaken place. Uh, and she asks, you know, very general medical questions like, are you hurt? Uh, you know, 
you know, do you have a fever? You know, things like that. And Kizaro's like, yeah, I got a case of that, uh, I gotta get out of the elemental chaos-itis. Uh, yeah, you got anything for that? Uh, and she says, oh, I'm afraid not. I do not. Uh, but I can patch up your wounds. And he goes, oh, goody. With this uh, bubbling tonic you got here. Yeah, that's swell. I love how it's the color black as night. That's uh, just great. Uh, and he plugs his nose and takes a swig back. And he goes... Kind of tastes like uh, licorice. And That's you good. See, How do you feel? You see that his wounds kind of start patching up. Scr like bits and scratches, the, uh, bits of scratches and like, you know, scuff marks and burns that are on him uh, sort of heal up. And he goes, yeah, you know, uh, I bet you could, uh, you know, uh, stick a label on those and uh, sell them in uh, Rayburn Falls. That's uh, that's great. Uh, do we notice any kind of weird side effects? Make a perception check. Mm. 13. Uh, actually, I'm sorry. Uh, perception or medicine, whatever you prefer. Oh, um, what did you do, Alice? I did perception. Okay. I, I had a medicine check of, of 18. Uh, Alice, he seems pretty fine. Uh, nothing out of the ordinary to you. <laughs> Uh, Hannibal, I, it was certainly, uh, a very quick healing. Uh, whoever this Zillif is, they, they seem to, to know what they're doing. Uh, that or the ingredients that they're using are really high end. You're not entirely sure what. Uh, but yeah, there doesn't seem to be any negative side effects that you can tell. Huh. Um, Zillif, have you given any, have you given any of these potions out yet to the council? Or are you still kind of concocting them right now oh mostly just practicing yes uh this was a uh the, the the first job i've been given okay that seems like it's working pretty well oh yeah. good and yeah, the the face kind of like swings off the fleshy sack a bit which makes you uncomfortable but she smiles real big and seems very nice yeah do you have any more of those and yeah, she says that she has plenty to go around. Uh, do you want to have everyone healed up? Yes. Yeah, that'd be good. Everyone has full health. Hey. No hit dice spent. I like it. She then proceeds to ask. Uh, she says, well, uh, those are uh, rather basic things. Uh, I don't have a lot of ingredients left over, but uh, is there anything else that you might need assistance with? Would you like to uh, gain strength? Would you like magic power back? These you things can are get a little. Magic power back? Well, these things are a bit more experimental than the health uh, uh, potions I have, but uh, I, I'm sure they'd be fine. Thelonious, how you feel about that? Uh, yeah, I'll take a stab at it. Thelonious. Uh, so just so you know, uh, actually, I uh, have somebody roll medicine, and I can tell you more about how this works. Well, that's a three for me. Oh, you're sure it's fine. <laughs> Thirteen. Uh, and uh, Hannibal? Uh, a nine. With a nine, you feel like there's probably a catch. With a 13, you don't know the details, 
But basically, the way this is going to work is that with these experimental potions, you roll a d20 and see if there's a negative side effect. Uh, but it gives you a bonus. What kind of bonus? Like, is it like like restored with a spell 13? slots? With a 13, that's all I can say. Okay. I'm willing to take the risk. <laughs> roll right. a d20 I'm, for him. I'm certainly good. I, I, I don't need to go... I don't need magic. Not, not that my D20s have been very good so far today, but... Six. Uh, with a six, uh, you take a, a, a long sip of it, and kind of has like a, a cinnamon apple kind of thing. It kind of, you hiccup a bit, and it kind of, a little scratchy in your throat, almost like an acid refluxy thing. Uh, but, uh, roll me a, a D6. Three? You get three levels worth of spells back. They can be three first level spells. They can be a third level spell. Whatever, uh, however you'd like to divvy it out. Got it. Okay. She says, uh... well, it's not all about magic. If you'd like to, to have one of the uh, strength enhancing potions that I have. Oh, what kind of... Uh... Just, just so I know mechanically, would that just be like a bonus to strength, or how would that work? With a 13, yep. you'll roll a d20, see if there's a negative side effect, and then you'll get a bonus. You don't know what the bonus will be. Okay. Um, you know what? Sure. I'll see what, see what you can do. Sure. Uh, roll a d20, Alice. Is 17. 17? You take a sip. Uh, tastes kind of like cherry. Uh, it's fine. Uh, roll me a d4. Uh, three. For the next battle, uh, you have a plus three to attack and damage. Ooh. Well. Um. I guess I will. God, this is the part where we get greedy or we play safe. Because this could end very poorly or be really great well for you for me <laughs> i think i will um swing for the fences i was gonna say you fucking right. broke into citrine falls estate but you're not gonna do this that has nothing to do with this this is something different yeah All this right. actually All could right. help you not just All being right. a greedy bastard fine i'll try it i'll take this stupid thing what do i gotta do roll, roll d20, d20. I like that we just peer pressured him into drugs. <laughs> 13. The 13? Uh, it has kind of like a, a, a watermelon kind of flavor. You know, Gross. Tastes pretty okay. good. Oh, yeah. If yeah, you're into right. watermelon. And if you're not, yeah, then yeah, yeah, totally. uh, Roll a d4. D4. Watermelon is sugar is. water. <laughs> one. You have a plus one to attack and damage for the next battle. All right. Great. Plus one. Totally worth it. Better not having it. Yeah. That's true. No, you're not wrong. That's fair. That's fair. Uh, do you want to try divvying out these potions to other people in your group, or would you like to play that a bit more safe? I think we give them to the rest of the group. Well, don't for, they have a, a Some lot. of them are out of spells. Oh, they are Remember? out of spells. 
Yeah. Well, all right. How about how about this? And we Just don't. Oh, everyone's got renewed health, but we don't know. Yeah, I think it's uh, Altarius and Wendy. How, I'm Wendy gonna leave or... it. What if we leave it up to them? If they want, <laughs> if they're willing to do it, I don't want to force them to do anything they don't want to do. Unlike Hannibal, I was fine with that. <laughs> Thank uh, you for that. Yeah. So their default is that they wouldn't necessarily. If you want them to take it, you would have to make a persuasion check. I want them to take it. Persuasion check, if you please. What'd you get? Uh, unnatural 20. Oh, fine. And if it'll shut you up. And Madam Wendy takes uh, one of the vials and swigs it back. Madam Wendy, I offer you nothing but love, but you give me such, such anger lately. <laughs> she got one level of spell back. Well, yeah. better than kicking the ass. Uh, Which I'm sure you're willing to give out too. Yeah, especially with all the smack she's been giving me lately. Late, yeah, not, mean, you, you not, kinda, not that you, kind of smack. You kind of deserve it. Uh, Altarius, well, you threw a stinky sock at her face. That's true. <laughs> yeah. A long time ago. Actually, it wasn't. It was only a few <laughs> days ago. <laughs> also, didn't you leave a fart smell in her office? I've I've done a lot to the woman. <laughs> there, yeah. there we go. Yeah. Uh, Altarius, uh, uh, much like, uh, 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 kind of like, like kind of smacks at his chest a bit and he says, oh, that gives you a bit of heartburn, doesn't it? But he gets nothing else? Oh, no, he got some spell levels back. Only oh, two, okay. but yeah. Alright. Uh, Anyone else we think needs a strength check? Who's our big fighter that might want the strength check? Uh, what's his Maxwell? name? Sever, uh, Severin Maxwell. Maxwell or Severin? Yeah. Uh, Severin will take it if you make a persuasion check. Wait, I'll, I'm going to persuade him. Well, wait. Well, here's my other thought, though. Could Too late. We... I already rolled 12. Uh, Severin will not do it. He goes, ah, you know, if there's not really a reward in doing so, it's not really my thing to be taking more uh, drugs than I should be. So couldn't we hold on to these potions and take them like ourselves later? Uh, Is that an option? Or? No, Zelith uh, says, oh. uh, uh, no, I'm afraid they're quite volatile. Uh, I, I wouldn't recommend taking them out of the lab. And to be honest, I wouldn't want them out of sight. Okay, that's fair. That's fair. That's fair. Um, what about Maxwell? Would he have any... Maxwell, without a persuasion check, will take it if Hannibal is the one who says he should take it. All right, Max, do it. <clears throat> Let's see how you let's see how you do here, old man. He says, "Old man, I'll show you." Plus four to attack and damage. <laughs> well, I guess uh, Maxwell's leading. I'm sorry, Max. You know what? I take that back. You can still kick my ass. He says, "You're goddamn right, young master." I <laughs> mm -hmm. uh, yeah, Maxwell's feeling pretty great. I uh, uh, he kind of might, might even fix his lip, right? I uh, maybe we'll joke. see. We'll see. I <laughs> uh, so I uh, I uh, Maxwell kind of like you know hiccups a bit and he's like, uh, "Is anyone feeling cinnamon in the back of your throat?" No. Oh no, I had cherry. Hmm. Says, "Huh? Ah, oh, whatever." Not like Maxwell, do you? Uh, he says, uh, one at a time, one at a time. He points at Alice. 
Uh, just saying you don't like, uh, don't like cinnamon? He says, that's nah, fine. I just don't like it when it's coming back up. Uh, what about you, Thelonious? I was making sure he didn't smell toast. No, no. No stroke. Not yet. I, <laughs> uh, And so you guys, in the span of a few minutes, uh, are feeling a lot better. Uh, you know that there is a, another hallway, and it kind of jets off into a, a, a T-junction. Uh, and, uh, yeah, aside from that, you, you're in this lab with Zelith and uh, uh, the rest of your crew, who are sort of, uh, don't really like looking at her very much. They're all kind of looking away purposely and trying to avoid eye contact with this thing. Uh, Zelith, um, so beyond this hallway here, it, it splits left and right. Do you know what's down either path? Oh, uh, yes. Uh, uh, the Council of Laszlo uh, is working on quite a secretive project, and so he's uh, cordoned off uh, the, the, the passage to himself. Uh, in order to open it up, I do believe you have to open the valves in either room. The valves in either room. Okay. Uh, yeah. Do you know what the secret project is? Oh, I'm afraid I'm not entirely sure. Uh, <laughs> it's something that I've not been given clearance to view. So these valves, do you know anything about the rooms in particular? Like what's in the individual rooms? Well, I think it's uh, 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 rooms that uh, can be sealed off for experimentation and uh there's uh pipes that go through them uh it's the the gas from those pipes that will open up the uh the door do you know what the gas does i'm not entirely sure to be honest once again it's something i've not been given clearance to know fair enough all right well it's probably time this. I was going to say it's probably uh, time to investigate. I would say so, but what do we want to do with this? Do we want to do each room individually? Do we want to split up, half do one room, half do the other? Maybe the three of us take one room and they, the rest of the group takes the other room? What do you want to do? Or maybe we all stay together? You know, is there anything with these... Uh, Veils, Zelith, where maybe they have to be moved together. Uh, she kind of her her head sort of bobs on the fleshy appendage, and she thinks and says, uh, "No, I, I I think so long as they don't get closed by somebody else, then they would be fine. You could do one yeah, after so maybe, another. Maybe we stick together then. Do one, see what happens, then go from there. Yeah." All right. Yeah, I'm fine with that. Do we want to go left or right? Let's go left. Um, before we do, Zelif, can I ask you one more question? Oh, of course. You haven't happened to have seen another elf down here looks kind of like me, but purple hair? Mm. No, I don't believe so. Okay. There, are, there yeah. are chambers deeper within uh, the lab that I, I have not been given clearance to, so certainly there could be. Okay, well, I'll have to keep an eye out. Thank you for all of your help. Oh, 
Oh, absolutely. I'm quite out of ingredients now for uh, more healing, but uh, I do wish you the best. Great. Thank you. Thanks. And Zelith, uh, you sort of leave behind to kind of busy herself in the lab. Well, that was oddly helpful. Lord, she was ugly. Yeah, but how you feeling? Lorzak, you're ugly. That hurts. <laughs> Uncool, Thelonious. Uncool. <clears throat> All right, gentlemen. Do we want to kind of peer into the, around the corner at one of the rooms and see what we see? Yeah. Yeah, maybe. Um, do you want me to go on ahead and message yeah, back? Yeah, try that. Okay. Yeah, I'm going to try to stealth up. Sure. Uh, go ahead and uh, uh, make me a stealth check. 18. With an 18, you creep down the, the hallway. Uh, so you guys get to the T-junction, and there's left and right, and you're sending Alice to the left to go around another corner. Is that right? Mm-hmm. So, Alice, you creep around the corner. And the hall is quite short. Uh, and you see that there is an open doorway... And you kind of creep to the uh, doorway and look inside. And you see that there uh, are indeed tubes in this room, like, connected to, like, big giant canisters and stuff and other, like, you know, alchemical and archaic uh, kind of uh, centric equipment. And it kind of leads through uh, uh, to either side of uh, uh, a doorway that is closed. And in the uh, the room next to these uh, uh, valve or next to these canisters is a big giant valve. Uh, if you want, you can make an Arcana check. I can maybe tell you a little bit more. Okay. Uh, twenty eight. With the twenty eight, as you look it over from the doorway, uh, you think that uh, there are a few mechanisms to it. You think that by ratcheting it, you know, open. It essentially closes the entryway into the room. Gas starts going through, and the other doorway opens. Lovely. So, now does this look like it's contained? Then, like it would go through the the gas would go through the tubes. Yep. It. Uh, you think that unless it takes tremendous amounts of damage, uh, it shouldn't leak or anything. Okay. Do I see... I don't see any movement in the room. Uh, movement in the room. I... You uh, do not. Okay. So I'm gonna... I'm gonna message back to Hannibal and let him know that the, uh, the coast is clear. To bring the group up and we'll, we'll talk out what we need to do. Alright. Well, follow me. And Hannibal leads the way, and you guys find yourselves into the chamber that I described to Alice. Uh, it's quite large. The ceiling goes up maybe about uh, 60 feet. Uh, but the room itself isn't particularly huge. It only is maybe around, like, you know, 30 feet by 30 feet. All right. So if we start opening this valve, the door behind us is going to close... But the door in front of us will open as long as both valves and both rooms are open. Is that what I'm getting at here? What you're getting at here? Yeah, that's right. what it seems like. Uh, you you start turning the 
the the crank to this valve, this like you know big dial essentially. It closes the door where you guys came in at. Uh, gas starts going through the tubes, and the other door opens. So we have no choice but to split up in order to actually open this door. That's what it sounds like. Mm, uh, yeah, because it seems like we or, can get stuck, I guess. What if uh, Zealous try w- does the other one? Well, Zealous is for- Why don't we... Do we Ooh. see if maybe we open one valve if the door opens? Yeah, Maxwell looks to you and he says, I mean, hell, if nobody's in here, we might as well experiment, right? Do we want to check out the other room first just to kind of see what's in there? Why don't you just send uh, Alice over there real quick? Sure. I'm going to scamper over there, Alice? Alice! Yeah, I'll just go ahead and make a stealth check. That is 23. With a 23, you creep as quietly as you can, turn around, and down that hall, the door is closed. Oh. There is only one door open in this area, and it's the door you coincidentally went down first. Okay. So I'm going to head on back to the group then and let them know that door is closed. I'm wondering... Oh, do, you think that, do you think that door will open when we turn when it we, as well? So maybe someone has to wait outside that door? Could be. If it opens? Uh, or somebody is... Investigation checks uh, for all of you. Or the three of you, I should say. A 17. 7. 8. Alice, you know for sure that the door behind you is going to close, uh, but it doesn't necessarily mean it has to stay closed forever. It's just how this mechanism works is it opens the door ahead of you to allow the gas, you know, the gas goes through, the door opens, and the door behind you is closed. Uh, As far as that goes, you don't know a few things. How long it'll take to get back into the room if you do split up. But you also don't know, you know, is it just as easy to go forward and then loop around to that door? That's what I was thinking. Do we want to try to move forward? All right. Why don't we try that? We'll open the yeah. we'll open the valve in here. We'll see what happens. Oh, so we can we can. So this room's open. We can loop around to the other room. Well, the door will open on the other side oh, of this got room. It. So like feasibly, there's a way those connect. You're not sure. Got it. All right. Well, let's try. Let's just start. I mean, we're going to have to try things. Yeah. And be prepared that if something might already be in that other room waiting for us, that may have already opened the valve. All right. All right. So let's do it. Let's go for it. All right. So everybody's in the room. Yep. Someone's going to open the valve. It seems pretty big and uh, heavy. Uh, You think that you could probably sick your entire goon squad on it and you guys could be ready for what happens. Yeah, let's do that. Okay. Uh, So Severin and Altarius and Orval and begrudgingly Kizaro uh, uh, all start cranking the, uh, uh, the valve. And you... As it starts spinning around, you see the door behind you start closing. And you guys want to let that happen, of course? 
Yeah. Wait, can we stop it? Well, I mean, you can tell them to stop. Oh, no. Let's keep going. And the door closes, and you hear a latching. And the dial keeps spinning. And you see from these canisters, gas starts going through these, like, clear tubes. And you see this, like, greenish, uh, uh, you know, murky kind of fog start going through these tubes. And the door slowly starts opening on the other side. And standing on the other side of that door is someone very familiar to Thelonious. Thucydides Bloodbane. Bro! Insect check. Uh-oh. Uh, you have uh, advantage, uh, Thelonious, but you're, the rest of your friends are just making regular rolls. Uh, 23. 15. It was insight? Insight, yep. 16. It does not seem like Thucydides knows who Thelonious is. If you guys recall, Pyralis used a spell called Mind Break to alter his memories. Uh, Thucydides, it's me, Thelonious. Do you remember me? Hey, pal. Anything? He kind of glares. And he does not seem to know you. And he says, I have been tasked by Pyralis to make sure that nobody advances further within the foundry. And he pulls out two curved daggers off his side. And he says... I will not allow you to pass. You're, I'm your brother. You're not going to just stab me with the dagger, are you? Dark energy pulses out of him as he gets into a battle stance. Oh, shit. Brother, what are you doing? Dark energy? Pyralis has granted me power. What kind I of power? I give you love. Initiatives, if you please. Horrible monster. Uh, 15. 10. Even with your new bonus? Even with my new bonus. That's all right. <laughs> Nine. Ooh. Uh, what did you get, Alice? Uh, 15. 15. Hannibal had 10. Thelonious had 9. Sure did. The enemy's turn. Thucydides uh, advances into the center of the, the chamber. And he uh, pulls out uh, daggers made of shadow uh, and goes to fling them at everybody in the room. Uh, everybody make me a dexterity saving throw. Natural 20. Uh, you're not taking any damage because you're a rogue, and that's what rogues do. Um, 15 for me. Uh, let's see. Twelve. Uh, Hannibal, you take full damage, 14 damage. Thelonious, you take half for seven. And the rest of your friends fail their deck saves and take some damage. Hey, how much? Uh, 14. Good lord. All right. Uh, 
Kizaro, uh, well, is it Kizaro's turn? Uh, actually, yeah, he would probably act around the same time Alice would. Uh, Kizaro shouts out and he goes, ah, god damn it. And he pulls one of these shadowy daggers out of his arm and it just sort of vanishes as he pulls it out. And he's like, man, figures. He says, uh, Thelonious, I know you hate me, but, uh, don't forget your brother's memories are sealed away somewhere in this godforsaken labyrinth. Alice, it is your turn. Can I uh, hold and let Hannibal go first? You can. Hannibal, it is your turn. Great. Uh, so is he within melee range of me? Oh, for sure. It's not a very big room, and he's in the center of it. Awesome. Um, all right. Well, I guess I will stab him three times with my sword, and... I will use Distracting Strike to give the next person advantage. Sure thing. That is a, let's see, 27. That's a hit. That is a uh, unnatural 20. That's a hit. And a 25. Also a hit. All right. Are you uh, doing just regular damage? Well, no, it's my uh, Demon Slayer for the first two. And the other one is, you know, regular. Is this a, is he a demon? No. Do you have demon powers? Okay. No. Maybe we should be doing subdue damage so we don't kill him. I mean, would you like to do that? Probably. He's probably got some information he can give us and he's my fucking brother all right fair enough so how does that work does he you announce to me that you're doing subdual damage and yeah. through the rest of the combat unless you say otherwise i will assume that you're just trying to knock him out all right let's do that so we don't kill him. all right oh let me get my calculator out sorry of course here we go let's see All right, that is one plus 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 thirty six. All right. Okay. You stab into a mul uh well. You try to slice him a bit, uh, like, in the arms and legs and stuff to try to take him down without killing him. And it doesn't seem like it does much damage to him. Uh, Hannibal, anything else? Um, can I, like, invest to figure out why it's not doing very much damage to him? What would that be? Uh, I would allow you to make an Arcana check. He has a this, like, shadowy aura that's coming off him. Purple and black. Uh, Arcana is an eight. You can't make sense of magical type stuff like this, Hannibal. Uh, it's not demonic. That's all you know. All right. Alex. Guys, I don't appear to be hurting him. <laughs> all right. Uh, I'm, I'm also going to try to subdue him. Okay. Um, but I'm going to use Booming Blade. And try to attack him with that. <laughs> That is 
23. Uh, 23 is a hit. Okay, so the first 2d8 is thunder damage. Does that matter? Do I need to separate that out? Uh, you're doing subdual for the thunder and everything else? Yeah. Then no, you could just pull it all together for me. And let me know what you get. Uh, that is 34 damage. All right. Okay. I... Uh, you want hit him with the uh, your rapier and you know create this like boom of energy, uh, trying to knock him out. And once again, it doesn't seem like he takes a whole heck of a lot of damage. Uh, did you want to uh, stay where you're at or do your like disengage kind of jump away thing? Um, man, I want to disengage, but I also want to figure out what is going on with him. Uh, I, th- I think I'm going to try to make an Arcana check and see if I can figure out what his deal is. Please do. Uh, 23. With a 23, I... Uh, let's see. I... Uh, one of the effects you can tell that he has is that he is resistant to all subdual damage. And he's vulnerable to regular damage. Oh, good. You foresee this being a nasty trap set up by Pyralis. In other words, if you try to kill him, you do double damage and obliterate him. But if you try not to kill him, it's very difficult to take him down. Okay, so I let the group know. You think that there are other aspects of his aura, uh, but you can't quite make out the, uh, the rest of it just yet. Okay. So yeah, I'll let the, I'll let the group know. I think I think we're gonna have to do some some damage first, and then and then back down once he starts getting weak. Well, that depends. Are you willing to risk that? Polonius, it's your call. It's your brother. Well, I'm stronger than my brother, so if an attack's gonna be like double damage on him. It's hard to say how long he'd last. Maxwell shouts off from the side and he says, God to hell with it. With another of us piling on subdual damage, we'll knock his ass out. And he goes, come on, boys. And Maxwell, Severin, Orvalt, Kizarro, uh, who else would rush him? Mucklord, Blorgzak, uh, they all bum rush him. Miss, 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 miss. And his speed, Thucydides, increases exponentially as Maxwell, Mucklord, Blorgzak, Severin, uh, Kizarro, and Orval all rush him. And they kind of... It's a lot more difficult than you think, Thelonious. Thelonious, it is your turn, uh, and you now have, having seen what just transpired and the fact that as everyone rushed him, his aura got bigger and bigger, uh, is a bonus action. You can make an Arcana check with advantage. Natural 20. Whew. With a natural 20, 
this aura reeks of Pyralis. Whereas Alice thought this might be some kind of Pyralis shenanigans for her to force you to kill your brother, you know that this has her name written all over it. But what concerns you the most is that his aura became exponentially stronger as everyone rushed him. You think that when he is adjacent to opponents, his armor and attack power shoot through the roof. You think that right now, his armor class is likely somewhere around 30? Okay. That's no good. I will share that with the group. Uh, Orvald says, uh, so I suppose we're going to have to just back off a bit then. Good idea. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Thelonious, uh, what would you like to do? They are, you know, they can't move until their actions. So, Kizaro told me that the, his, his brain, his memories is somewhere here in this lab. Kizaro shouts back to you, uh, and he goes, Oh, good lord, he's more terrifying up close with all this aura. Yeah, yeah, he's, uh, she crammed his, uh, memories into some crystal ball and stuck it somewhere in this place. Then can I do an investigation check and see if I can find it? Uh, in this room? Yeah. You took a look around the room and didn't see anything like that. You think that it's likely somewhere deeper within this facility, not just in this room. Uh, fuck. Okay. His AC is currently through the roof, but do you have any abilities that target saving throw? That... You don't think that, with the natural 20, I can let you know that his saving throws do not necessarily go up like his armor class and attack power when he's surrounded. Yeah. I can hit him with, um... Blight. Yeah, absolutely. Or, or... Mm -hmm. I have slow. I still have the slow spell. Would you like to use slow? I don't remember what it does because I've used it very rarely. It is a saving throw if I remember right, though, isn't it? Uh, yeah, it would be a saving throw. Uh, definitely not a spell attack. I can tell you that right now. Because, I mean, he is my brother. I really don't want to be the one to freaking attack him. That's fair. It would drop his AC by two. That might uh, not be enough still. Um, and his movement speed is halved. We also have oh. the magic missile rod. That auto hit. Oh, yeah, that can't. But what does the magic missile do besides hit him? It just hits the power of a magic missile? Yep, it's just the magic missile spell. All right, let's hit a magic missile at him then. Let's start there. Sure. Yeah. Subdual damage? Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, go ahead and uh, launch a magic missile then. So I got to do just roll D20? Uh, no, it's uh, auto hit. Just uh, auto hit? Oh, yep. all right. So it's then. just the damage of magic missile. It's right. 1D4 plus 1 force damage. But it's... One. Hold on. So it's you create three glowing darts of magical force. Each dart hits the creature of your choice that you can see within range. A dart deals 1D4 plus 1 force damage to the target. The darts all strike simultaneously. So 3D4 plus 1 each. So it'd be 3d4 plus 3, basically. Yep. Okay. 
So 3d4 plus 3. Yep. It's 11. All right. And we have five shots with that magic missile rod. So that takes away one of them. You launch magic missiles, and they land on uh, your brother, uh, and he kind of puts his arms up, and the force missiles slam into him. Uh, Can I try and talk to him a little bit more? Like, try to maybe bring something back into his brain, or is he that far gone? You, with a natural 20, you can tell that this mind break spell altered, like, who your brother is. Until you find his memories, you would just be talking. It would almost be as if you were talking to a stranger, convincing them that you're their brother. Like, obviously, this is true in this case, but... For him, under the effects of this spell, you need his memories back. Is there any way to investigate in the room if there's another way? Like, is he blocking the door now? Like, what if I, like, what if someone ran out to try and, you know, find his memory? It's, I mean, you could certainly try. It's just the risk of who do you send off on their own? Yeah. Okay. Um, do I want to take the risk? He doesn't really know who I am. Maybe let's let's go another round and we'll see what happens. I. Uh, Thucydides' turn. Thucydides, still surrounded by seven people, just sort of puts his arms up and that black and purple aura just sort of explodes out of him and rises up and he says I will eliminate all enemies of Pyralis and that's where we're gonna go ahead and pause today's session Thank you for listening to Noobs and Dragons. This show is brought to you by listeners like you. If you wish to support the show, go to patreon.com slash gamezilla media. From there, you'll be able to gain excellent perks, like a behind-the-scenes show for Noobs and Dragons. We thank you for your patronage.